Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Jeremy Knows Podcast. Today's episode is a community chat from June 1st with the one and only Billy BK. I'll let him explain his story to you. Let's get right into it. You are now live with AirPods. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to tonight's show. I feel like now I need to start bringing in tropes from like the earlier years of Gary V. Like I should go do some wine library digging, but like just saying it that way, I was like, welcome to the show for everybody who watched the Ask Gary V. Hey, Mike. Hey, Sean Drank. Hey, Leia Love. Hey, Karma Kiwi. Hey, Michael. How we doing? Good to see you, family tree. Let's bring Billy in. Started. Let's go. You guys hype me up. Nothing's even happening, and I'm hyped. Hey, Deb Dooster. Hey, MSU Pace. Hey, Eclectic. Hey, Billy. What up? Hey, good to see What's you. What's going on? Good to see you, brother. How are you? I'm well. I actually got a nap in today, so I woke up about half an hour ago, and I was like, oh, got to go. Yeah, I know. I, it was a crazy day today. I'm actually oh. flying out of town tomorrow, and I was worried I was going to uh, lose track of time, but it wound up. I was I was early. I was punctual today. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, where are you headed? Uh, tomorrow, I'm heading out to Vegas. We have a store out there. Right. So taking an early morning flight and coming home Thursday night on a red eye. So just a quick two-day trip. Cool. Cool. So for those who haven't met you in the clubhouse, you want to give us the, the two-minute, 10-minute, 50-minute intro to who you are? <laughs> Sure, sure. I'll I'll keep it I'll keep it brief. Um, sure. Born and raised in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, always wanted to start my own business, be an entrepreneur before it was like a hot thing. You know, buying and selling stuff in high school and college and whatnot. Um, cool. Immediately, I was looking for an opportunity to make money, but also help people. I fell into the insurance game somehow. Okay. Um, did that for about a year. I wasn't a huge fan of it. I wound up transitioning down to Wall Street. Uh, I mm. think I went down to Wall Street in 2013-ish. Um, so I was on Wall Street for a few years. And uh, it was good. It was a learning experience. Met a lot of yeah. uh, cool people. But um, for, for various reasons, I decided to leave. Um, mm-hmm. Left Wall Street, started working on a few different startups, um, got involved with some cool projects, one being the company that I'm still running now, Biobar. So we yeah. launched. So how did you find yourself in, in, in a side concept? I'm really interested in that because I love those things. Like they just um, feel healthy. They feel great. Yeah, good, good question. I, they were really gaining traction in New Jersey. So okay. South America, up to California, West Coast, came over to the East Coast. They were huge in Jersey. And I was looking around and I was saying to myself, it's odd. Acai bowls are catching fire, but there's nothing in Brooklyn or Manhattan, really. You know, no bowl shops. So definitely a niche in the market. Uh, Did a lot of R&D, did a lot of research. And it took about, I would say, seven, eight months before we launched the the first location. And uh, it it just took off and it kind of snowballed from there. Hmm. Yeah, so I think... I think uh, Cam told me you have 25 stores now. Is that right? No, so right, so right now we have 13 open. We have eight okay. being built out. Okay. And we have a handful under contract. So for all intensive wow. purposes, we should be at around 25 locations. But, you know, uh, 
we have people reaching out and, and deals in the pipeline constantly. So we, who knows where, where it's going to be. Wow. That's really exciting. Yeah, you know, so it's, it's I, I've only ever been in charge of myself in terms of business. And I, I, I don't even know how to comprehend what that's like, like how many headaches, balance sheets, employees, managers, like that's a whole world. Yeah. It's a lot of minutia. Uh, it's a lot, yeah. you know, trying to get from a small business to a mid-sized business. There's a lot of growing pains for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of day-to-day -day, uh, fires that are being put out. But uh, we made a couple key hires recently. Um, cool. I'm really, really pumped about the new talent we brought in. I think it's going to help us kind of take that step to the next level. That's awesome. And so where does, uh, where does Gary enter your journey? I'm sure it had an impact with making that shift up. Um, so I, I think I found Gary's content, I would say around 2012, 2013. Okay. And I immediately resonated with him, you know, from the Northeast tri-state guy uh, into the same sports teams, entrepreneur, hustler, tremendous energy. Yeah. Uh, pulled a lot of inspiration from him. Uh, one of the things I really liked about Gary was that he's constantly putting out content and he's not asking for anything in return, right? Yep. So a lot of these other influencers and, and uh, entrepreneurs, they're using their past successes to parlay it into their next venture and, and get dollars from their community. Right. Whereas Gary never really did that. Um, so I, I had a ton of respect for him. Um, I was lucky enough to meet him a few times at some different events. Super humble guy, down-to-earth guy. And I just yeah. felt like this was someone to look up to, you know, try to follow his path and follow in his uh, footsteps. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the day. I've, I've ne never had a chance to meet him, but I feel like, I feel like by being in the VFriends family, we all have a, a, our, our probability is, is raised a bit. I'm sure, he, I'm sure he has an ambition to meet every token holder in time. Oh, absolutely. I think the yeah. first VCon is going to be crazy. I think a lot of people are yeah, handshakes, selfies. Yeah. yeah, lots of access. Absolutely. You know, I was, um, I was checking some messages just before I came on and this guy, Yo Tom, he commented on Gary's post today and he said, when are we going to get updates about VCon? And Gary answered and he said, this summer. So I was thinking much earlier than that, actually, but I guess summer's right around the corner, you know, but I was sort of hoping maybe i was projecting this i was hoping we would get some updates like now <laughs> like basically with the auctions being over but that makes perfect sense you know when you've got to like roll this out over time right right yeah you know what i think he's he's a big believer in um over delivering so mm -hmm. i don't i think he wants to be very tactful in how he approaches this first project um, yeah. And I think he's probably still lining up a lot of things that he doesn't even know the answers to yet in terms of guests and whatnot. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think it's, it's going to definitely take a little bit of time, but it's, it'll be worth it. Yeah. That's actually probably one of my favorite parts about like building anything is, is getting started. Right. And knowing where you're heading, but knowing full well that there's a whole slate of things you just don't know that you like right. can't, you can't know until you get there. I wonder, that might be an interesting topic, like what's some stuff that you anticipated but didn't know fully going into your business? So I had never been in the food industry. 
you know, mm. uh, a big fan of cooking and, and, and playing around whatnot with certain foods and having fun at home, but I never owned a food business. So a lot of people were warning me, you know, you're going from the financial world into the food industry. Are you ready for 18 hour days, seven days a week? Sure. And this was an interesting moment. I, I said to myself, you know, I think everyone in the world has their own ideas and interpretations on, on everything that's out there. Sure. And I can make this path, this career choice, whatever I want it to be. If I want to be there 18 hours a day, seven days a week, or if I don't want to be there 18 hours a day, seven days a week, what's the solution to, to making sure that the business is successful, but also affording me the time to do the other things that I enjoy. So yeah. I didn't know how, what that was going to look like at first. And it was a little daunting, but once I launched, I, I put a lot of time and effort into trimming fat and creating mm. the, uh, the inner workings, the process in the store to make it as easy as possible on the employees. Number one, to take the yeah. headaches off of me, but also to make it more scalable. Yeah, that's super interesting. Yeah, as soon as you said cutting the fat, I was like, okay, was that like bottom line? Was that people? Was that product? Uh, like, um, you know, all the different things you need to prepare the food and whatnot. But it's all um, of it, right? In, that, in, that, in this specific business, it, it was a mix of everything. Um, one of the big changes we made was to our product. Um, we, we changed the type of product we were using and the process and how it was made, which helped cut down the turnaround time for customers. So it just made an overall better process mm. for everybody. It was easier for the employees. It was quicker for the customers, which obviously in New York, everyone wants, very you know, important. <laughs> they, they wanted to be in and out and quick. So, uh, yeah. you know, it was just little things like that over time that you realize you see from afar and then you work to, to tweak it. Cool. So how many years are you into this now since the first one opened? So the first store opened December 28th of 2016. So we're coming up on five years. I'm, I'm, cool. Yes, we're coming up on five years. Yeah. Wow. Five years. Five Anytime years. the number five years comes come, Number five comes up in this universe. I have to say it twice. <laughs> <laughs> and 2021, two plus zero plus two plus one is five. Oh, yeah. I didn't pick that up. I didn't pick that up. Um, well, it sounds like you're doing great with it. It sounds like like in, in the back of my head, I'm sort of like, okay, what's the balance? Like, what are you like? Obviously, I've, I've seen you in the clubhouse. We've jammed a tiny bit. You know, you're really funny chill dude like the other night with corso all that action <laughs> yeah that was I, fun. I missed a lot of it but i i i heard i heard it start and then it was like an hour later that somebody messaged me like this is still happening <laughs> so like obviously you've got a great sense of humor like everybody in the community loves you oh, like i wonder you. what's the uh what's the what, what keeps you going man like what keeps you grounded oh i think you know you know, that's a great question. Um, number one, when you realize how short life is, you need to enjoy it. You need to have fun. You know, there's yeah. a lot of people who are very serious and they don't enjoy the day to day. And yeah. don't get me wrong. I get stressed out. You know, uh, the day to day grind is definitely hard. There's a lot of things going on with the business that are unforeseen that occur constantly. I can mm -hmm. name three that happened today. Yeah. Um, but you know, you have to just roll with the punches and number two, 
I think this was a huge thing for me personally. I, I always wanted to have the ability to enjoy life, um, to be able to travel, meet new people, go places and not worry about money. So my goal was always to be financially stable. It was never about status. It was never about material goods. Um, Mm. I think once you're able to flip that switch, you get a lot more grateful and humble when you start making, you know, progress and you start succeeding in different arenas because you know how hard you, you work to get there and you don't want to let it go. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's definitely, you have to find that balance. It's very difficult and you have to find what keeps you calm, right? You know, whether it's working out, uh, vacationing, traveling, whatever it may be. I'm watching yeah. everyone in the comments going crazy. It's I know they're <laughs> loving it. They're loving it. And Bryce wants you to know that you forgot him. He's the one that keeps you grounded. Yes. Oh, I mean, <laughs> he, he, that's my, my mammoth big brother. That's awesome. And I, I take it you guys met through this process, right? Oh, or did yeah, you know yeah, each other absolutely. before? Yeah. No, no, yeah. We, I, pretty, I would say everybody I met within the last week, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. Right. Because it feels like we've known each other like not like old, old friends, but it just feels like we're tight. Like it feels like we'd spent like a long night jamming around the campfire, like just right. getting to know each other, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what? I, I was telling my wife that, you know, it's something that's been lacking, I think, not only for me, but probably for, for most of us coming out of this pandemic. Yep. That, that sense of community, right? You know, 100%. And not only, the, not only are we getting the community, the sense of community back, but we're getting it with all like-minded people that are involved in the same project. Yes. So it's, it's, you know, it's hitting on two different fronts, which I think is huge. Yeah. Yeah, I've been putting it this way that, like, I was already amazed by the community that Gary had amassed, you know, like, in the Instagram comments and on LinkedIn. And sure, there's, there's trolls and everything else, but right. know, it's just tons of positivity there. But this like concentrated the most, it, I, I, I don't know, I don't know what it is about the people that gravitated to this project, but it's just such a concentrated group of the best, it, what, it, what feels like the best of that already great crowd. And, Absolutely. And, and now we have like, you know, somebody said to me, I can meet someone in 20 years and find out that they were they have a V friend and feel like I was reconnected with a long lost family member. I agree. I agree a thousand percent. You nailed it. Yeah. It's um it's a very interesting thing we're living through. Like I think a lot of us, you know, we're we're talking about it all all the time. We're like, we're just getting started, let's fucking go. Like I can't wait for VCon. But it's really hard to truly process things in the moment they're happening. You know, and mm-hmm. it's going to be fun to look back at this couple of weeks, this month in a year, right? Mm-hmm. And let alone 10, 15 years. Um, yeah, it's just I, kicking off. Dude, I, I haven't been this jacked up about something in a long time. And, you know, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> this, is my, <laughs> this, is, this is my mom. Hi, mom. This is my mom. That's my aunt. Hi, Kathy. Hi. We're, Hello. I'm 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 doing the night shift at the hospital tonight. So awesome, I, awesome. so to to not bother my dad, I'm doing it outside the hospital and they're just leaving. I love you guys. <laughs> I'll see you. I'm gonna grab a hug every time I can. <laughs> love you, baby. I love you. All right. Bye. Thanks, buddy. Dude, and, and obviously we're you know keeping your family in our hearts and whatnot. 
it's it's the best there are you know uh my dad is kind of a a loner you know mm-hmm. um he like he definitely isolated himself in his later years and and it's amazing how when it's it's amazing how people just want to help especially in a situation when when they know there's nothing they can do but share their their well wishes right you know like my dad probably had communication with no joke like three to five people on a regular basis and today and every day for the last week there's been at least 500 700 people you know like we just hit a thousand followers today that's amazing i don't expect that a thousand people are, are praying for my dad from here but like i'm sure a good two or three hundred are oh, i, I think everyone is to be honest with you <laughs> well uh, yeah i i think i yeah i think you're right i think you're right yeah, um, so uh you know listen ups and downs but that's right we're, we're, all, we're all here with you for sure i appreciate that um so where are we at <laughs> where, where are you at right now you're in new york you're about to head out. i'm in new york i'm in my dining room actually Okay, um, cool. So I, I lived in Brooklyn my whole life, moved out to Staten Island about a year and a half ago um, mm. when I got married. I've never been there. I live, I live in Harlem. And I have for oh, get out of a here. year. Yeah, yeah. I'll be back there on Thursday. I, I don't know how I missed that one throughout the course of the last couple of days. <laughs> yeah, it just comes up now and then. Um, yeah, I'll have to pop into your bar. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, whenever uh, – let me know. We, Mulberry Street is uh, one of our newest locations – and I okay. think uh, Luke actually went today. Oh, um, nice. I, yeah, yeah. He, he checked it out. So that was really cool. Um, yeah. I, I, I want to do something for everybody who comes to New York, who's not from New York or is from New York, that's involved with this whole V-Friend um, project. I'd sure. love to do something with the juice bars, you know, do giveaways and fun stuff with them to make it a little bit more special. Yeah, that'd be awesome. A, a, a lot of people have like come out with ideas like that. Like I have a business or I have a studio or I have an online service. Like if you own a V friend, you can have it once for free. You can like get 20% off. Right. Um, right. I don't like, I've been talking with some people about how to organize that. Um, because obviously we can each do it on our own, but if there was mm-hmm. like, um, like a listserv, right. You know, like whether right, it's a right. subreddit or, you know, just like, a even a landing page, you know, that like links out to wherever the thing is like a Google form. Um, that would be really cool. You know, I think, I think me and you should commit to doing it right now. Done. Done. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll talk about it after, but, uh, we could set up, we could set up a page and everyone who's involved with the community could list their business first of all. So we could all show support. Yep. And then whoever wants to offer, you know, special discounts or whatever the case may be, it'll all be listed on the one page. I think that's great. I think that's yeah. great. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, everyone's loving that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the power of this, this community. I mean, and that's the power of shared values, right? It's like, mm-hmm. I have no hesitation agreeing to do a project with you because you have, um, what's the word? You know, uh, like, I don't know, it's, it's not social proof, but like, other people ha- have other people trust you in the community. And so even though this is one of our first engagements, I trust you, you know? Yeah. Likewise. Likewise. Yeah. It's, isn't it's, that weird? It's, 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 it's crazy. I don't know if it's unique to certain projects or, yeah. you know, I, 
it's really unbelievable. I, it's funny to talk about, you know, I'm 30 years old. I've been involved with like other projects and whatnot. And it seems almost silly to, to say out loud, but the, the love and the engagement from the community is crazy. I've never seen it before like, at this level. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, I think, I think it is unique. But I think it, I think it's both. I think it's a general quality of like really tight knit communities right. that, that like you don't have to know an individual in the community to know they're part of the community. And so they get that tacit respect, trust, all, all of it. Right. But I do think that each community that manifests in a unique way and, you know, Gary being the goat, of course, it just feels better and bigger and better than, than, uh, than anything else. I mean, um, Rob was here the other day and he was like, I've never seen in 50 years of life. I've never seen a community coalesce like this, like it's right. so tight, so fast, so kind. It's, it's like, crazy. Yeah. And I, I don't mean to like, I don't want to be delusional. Like I never want to get delusional right, about right, this right. stuff. Um, but you know, I'm inherently a pretty optimistic person. And at, at the end of the day, like I'm going to, I'm going to, believe that until it's pr until i'm proven otherwise that's how absolutely. i feel and absolutely and even and even if that does happen with someone in the community that doesn't apply to everybody right, right. you know right. so i i'm i i really you know this making me think that just the other day we had that uh moment in the clubhouse with um maybe maybe i shouldn't say his name but like you know a guy guy came in and and he he, he, he like was kind of the first argument I had seen within the community. Oh, he and was real negative on the project and the discord. He was really negative on the discord, negative on people. And he like, it, it was clear to me. I only caught, I caught what I thought was the end of it. And then I listened to it for like another 45 minutes. And, and I, I it was clear to me that like he had some other personal um, spite, you know, going mm -hmm. on. Um, and there were a couple people that like, wanted to just like get past it and not talk through it. But like we talked through that like four times over, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, um, and like, like Gary says, like communication solves all problems. Like, absolutely. You know, regardless of the outcome, like everybody was heard. Everybody had the chance to be heard. There was plenty of moments of silence for people who were less likely to jump in. Like mm -hmm. I, 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 I was proud. Like there was a lot of integrity in that moment. It's a good no, sign. It's, it's true. You know, you don't know what people are going through in their personal, their professional life. Right. And we see everything at, at surface value and that's not always good. You know, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll give you a perfect example. I have a young, younger kid that's working for me at one of the locations and his vibe has been off lately. He's not really vibing with the store. He's not vibing with the other employees. And I had like two talks with him and he was really on his last string. And I said, you know what? Let me take him on this catering event that we had last weekend. He'll spend a good eight hours with me and with two of the other employees from the same store. And um, I called him up. I said, John, you know, I, I don't know what's going on personally. You don't have to talk about it. If you want to talk about it, I'm here. Um, I said, but I, I want you to come on the catering event. So he came on the event mm -hmm. and for the first few hours, he was very quiet and then he started opening up. Yeah. He started opening nice. up. He started talking more. He started engaging in the conversation so much so that on the ride home, 
he was singing a song that came on the radio and I couldn't believe it. Wow. He was like singing, belting out a song. It was hysterical. Two <laughs> days later, he texts me. He says, thanks for not giving up on me. And I was like, you know, I, I could have taken what this kid was portraying in the store and on the surface at surface level and just fired him and got rid of him and moved on. Yeah. But I felt like, you know what, let's try, let's give him a shot. Let's dig a little bit deeper into this. And he opened up and now he feels a little bit more part of the team. And I, listen, I don't know what's, what's going to happen. This could change in a week or two, but sure. it's, it's great to see him starting to open up and feeling more comfortable. So you, you never, you just never know what people are going through. It's uh, I don't think it, people are, are inherently evil. I think it's a product of their surroundings. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I got chills when you said that. And I think it's because, you know, it goes back to the, the parenting stuff that Gary talks about. Like, it's amazing the power of belief, you know, right. and, and when when you don't have the whatever it is, the perspective or the self-esteem or this, just the space, you know, just the mental space to believe in yourself and somebody else holds that space for you, like, you can completely change in an instant, mm -hmm. you know, like you, it's almost like, like I've been there and you like, you remember who you are. You're like, yeah. Oh yeah. Why am I, why am I fixated on something I can't change? You know, mm -hmm. like, look, I'm at this event. Like my boss is taking care of me. Like, I don't know the guy's situation, but like clearly somewhere along the way he was, he, he realized that, that he had more to give, you know, that's, that's cool. Yeah, so it's it's unbelievable to see how the community is changing people's uh, mm -hmm. viewpoints on this whole project. You know, it's funny to talk about because it's so early in this whole game. A lot of people still don't know about it. Yeah. And to talk about the project with people and try to fill them in on it, you know, they, they're not getting it. And then you're seeing as they're jumping on Discord or they're jumping in the clubhouse they're opening up and they're saying, wow, I didn't, I didn't, I had no idea that this was going on behind the scenes, right? Because <laughs> if you're not involved with what's going on in the discord in the clubhouse, you think it's all oriented around Gary, but we're doing right. all of this without Gary. You know, this is, this is, he's like a byproduct of this whole thing right now. And we're doing our thing as the community, which yeah. I'm sure at some point he's going to realize and he's going to recognize and it's going to even blow his mind. Yeah. I have I have the sense that like he's aware of it, but that it's happened faster than he expected. That he expected this mm -hmm. kind of concentrated community to emerge somewhere after the first VCon. Right. You know, once right. people really get they like can actually chop it up in person, they have that shared experience to to like reminisce and look back on. They're making future plans. Right. And all of us are such go getters, whether well, you know, like, I don't want to assume that everyone is is extraordinarily ambitious, but right, I, right. I, I can believe that literally if you're in this community, you 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 are either set, happy, love yourself or you want to better yourself. You know, you don't have to have extreme ambitions to just be ambitious. Right. Um, and so we just went for it. You know, let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just got started right now. So I think that's uh, a great point. I, I, I want to echo that point. You know, it's not everybody shares the same ambitions and not everybody is shooting for the moon and that's okay. You know, that has to yeah. be recognized also. So those people don't feel like they're falling behind or lacking, right? When everyone 
is talking about growing and, and, and hitting certain personal milestones, that's, that's not a, uh, you know, that's not a requirement of the, of this community. You know, it, a requirement of this community is to, you know, be compassionate and accept everybody and lift everybody up, no matter who you are, what you have going on, what your goals are, what you've done in the past. You know, we're just kind of just blanketly accepting everybody, which is phenomenal. A hundred percent. Yeah, I love the way you put it. And, and, and I, I want to echo that, which is you, to be a part of this community, you don't need to be a token holder. That's not mm -hmm. the prerequisite. The prerequisite right, right. is kindness. You know, the prerequisite is, like you said, it's compassion. It's, it, the prerequisite is, is aligning yourself with the values, you know. For those of us who got a token or, or more than one, like, we, have, we had that privilege. We made those moves, you know. We, it was, it was um, it, it's not luck, but it's, um, it is a privilege, you know. And, and I think it's important that, there's, that this project and the... Mm, the impact of this community is going to reach far beyond the 4,500 token holders. You know, we're going to be seeing impact in the hundreds of thousands, millions eventually. And right. we're just looking for people who can benefit from kindness, you know, and then, and then the business stuff will come afterward. You know, I'm sure there will be badass business deals that are made up to VCon and at VCon. It's going to be Absolutely. wild to hear about that after the fact or during whatever, but like, the North star is, is the community, you know, and the IP mm -hmm. is just, the IP is just a vehicle to build that. It's, it's actually very subversive in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more. You know, it's most of my friends here in, in New York are friends of mine since I'm four five, six years old. And oh um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cl close, really tight knit group of, of friends, but we've all gone in different directions. Um, in our in our lives and we we stay close but to find a community again like-minded people it's it's refreshing to be able to throw ideas around and talk about what we have going on and everyone's so um no one's looking at it with envy or jealousy everyone's looking at it uh and 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 pushing you to keep going and seeing how they can help it's mm -hmm. awesome it's awesome i can't stress it enough yeah you no, know, it like it literally gets me high. I'm, I'm like, I'm thrilled about it. Um, but let's let's make that shift because I want to hear about your tokens. Yes. You know, it is about the tokens okay. too. Okay, okay, yeah, it's about the tokens. <laughs> like, like I uh, I know that you picked up sort of like in the tenth, eleventh hour, you picked up a dinner deer, right? I did, I did. <laughs> I mean, that's that's huge. That's huge. And I want to oh talk about God. that. I was shaking. I, to be honest, I was trying. It, it just shows you. I'm 30 years old and I own a f different businesses and I don't know how to work my computer. I don't know how to work my phone. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to record myself from my computer because I've been buying all of the, all of the tokens through my phone. Uh, it just uh, links the MetaMask and the website. It just, it, it links easier. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out for like 25 minutes how to record myself. I couldn't figure out. I said, fuck it. I'm just going to buy this thing. Oh. and i pulled the trigger <laughs> and i was shaking man shaking wow that was crazy yeah it was a crazy moment and you know whatever you thought you were getting at that moment it's now much much better absolutely I, i'm sure you saw that gary takes it very personally that those tokens were the last to sell he was talking about adding plus ones 
And just knowing Gary, like you were saying in the beginning, like he he's an over deliverer, right? Right, right. I I don't know if that's gonna be like manifest in more time. I think that's probably the hardest thing for him to over deliver on. Right. But he might just come out and be like, you know, it was two dinners, now it's three. Boom. It actually it actually is three. Okay, now it's five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I couldn't I was so I'll I'll tell you the motive behind picking up the dinner deer. Yeah, give it to me. My original plan was grab one NFT, maybe two. Uh, grab one for myself and grab one for a buddy of mine. And then I was watching the project unfold. I'm still not on Discord. I'm still not on Clubhouse. I'm watching the project unfold and I'm like, okay, I'm waiting to shoot my shot. And I finally got my first one. Cool. Which was? It was the 20 of 20 offense oriented arrangement. Yeah. That's Love a that one. one. That's I love a that good one. one. <laughs> so um, I, I pulled the trigger on that and I'm like, okay, cool. Now, I'm, I don't know if you guys did this. I never brought this up in Clubhouse. I, I never brought this up in Discord. I was doing a ton of homework. I was making lists of all the ones I liked, and I was making lists of the ones that had one of 20s and 20 of 20s left, and which ones he held a lot of the, oh. the goos. The whole nine. See, that's the thing I missed out on. I didn't pick up that there was, like, variance in the goos because that's what it was really about. You know, when you yes. look back at it, what yes. I was doing was like going for the ones I was attracted to. And then mm -hmm. I was keeping an eye on which ones had the five of the set available. I was going gotcha. for the five instead of the one and 20. But that's gotcha. super interesting. That's super interesting. So I, I, I saw that he held a lot of the goos of the astronaut. Um, mm -hmm. uh, there was another one that caught my eye. Um, it was for, for some reason, the condor caught my eye. I really wanted to get the hologram condor. Um, the, the hyena, uh, yep. the, the black cat, you know, a few of the big ones. And I realized that the passionate parrot mm -hmm. had these unbelievable colors. Yeah. Um, and he holds a ton of them. And I was like, you know what? I own a juice bar and the parrot's colorful and it kind of ties in with what I'm doing. So I really like the parrot. So I shot my shot and I grabbed one of the, uh, the one of five ones. I think it's a rare, Great. very rare. Right, uh, I, uh, the very rare, the orange background. Rare. So now, so now I have my two. So now I'm like, okay, I'm good. Yeah, I have my two. And then the FOMO two. strikes. And then the FOMO <laughs> strikes. And then in the last day, I grabbed four or five cores. No shit. Yeah, I oh, grabbed you made four. Out. Oh my uh, God. That was the move, though. Yeah. That was the, I mean, like, you do whatever you want, hold them to the end of time, but like, if you want to flip those for 500% profit today, well, people are yeah, buying. Exactly. People are buying. So I grabbed a, uh, I grabbed a, um, what was the first one of, of those? I grabbed a Nifty Norwal, 20 of 20. Nice. Uh, a Stingray. Mm -hmm. What is the Stingray? Sophisticated. He has a little Sophisticated Stingray. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, a Pelican. And I think that was it. That was only three. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Um, I'm. I would have to. I have to pull up the wallet. Yeah, that's all good. I think. I think by the end of the day, I had had. I had six total. So it yeah. was the original two, and then I think I grabbed another four. That's oh, awesome. the robot! I got a rare robot. 
Oh shit! Was there a robot on the floor? Oh, but no, not a core. No, no, I grabbed oh, you picked it, it up on open. I grabbed scene. it at like one point one, one point two. Wow! So that was a big one. So that was one that I was eyeing also, and I knew it wasn't going to go to the floor. I knew the parrot wasn't going to go to the floor. Yeah. And I noticed when I grabbed both of those, people were talking about it on Discord. They were like, "Fuck!" I was trying to get that. So <laughs> I, I was pumped about it. I was pumped. So so now everything's kind of unfolding. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, you know, I can probably flip the cores into something like a, a one of one. Yeah. Um, that's when I jumped on Discord. That's when I jumped on Clubhouse. And I don't know if she's here. Melanie was trying to get a, uh, a, a one of five. Or, or what, what are they called again? Rare? Very spectacular. rare? Spectacular. The one of fives? Oh, the one of five or the very rare. Yeah. Yes. So she was trying to get a very rare for her son. And it was the mm. first time I ever jumped into Clubhouse and I said, come on, which one? Let's, let's get done. it right now before it's oh, done. Fuck. And cool. that, that kind of just like sparked like the, the frenzy again. Um, I helped somebody else get one. I wound up grabbing a one of one bubblegum mammoth. And then I wound Ooh. up helping the kid Mikey get a breakfast bat. Wow. So, so now we have a few people that, that ha- they're secure, they're good, they have their tokens. And now I'm sitting there and I'm saying to myself, okay, I have the robot, I have the parrot, I have the mammoth, and I have these cores. I could probably flip up. And I'm like, well, what am I going to flip up to? It, it, would, it has to be one of the meal tokens. Right. So um, I did my due diligence. I, I realized that all of them are basically worth five ETH per meal because the deer's three, three dinners. Right. I decided to go with the deer. I had like this, this moment of clarity where it just felt right. And I was given a sign. Um, mm. The number of the deer is 2605. And 26 is my lucky number. And five, obviously, with Gary with the number five. Right. But here's my problem. I don't have any ETH. <laughs> I, I helped Tiny all these people. Yeah, yeah. I, I helped all these people get uh get all their um tokens. So I was like, oh my god. So I was sweating. I was scrambling to move money around, move funds around, and and buy more ETH to make the purchase. And then it it happened to just work out. Man, I got the deer, and it was like, holy shit! Wow, that's a great story. Yeah, That's so now I have all these tokens story. that I'm, I'm I ready to flip them, you know, uh, sell them to, to people within the community. And um, I'm mm-hmm. pumped, man, pumped. And, and wow. I will say one thing for everyone that's listening. The deer, if you, if you go to the deer, and I wound up seeing this afterwards and I got pumped. If you click on every single one of the 10 deer, he's holding the same picture for all 10. You know, they only have like one picture of him holding the doodle. Right. And it happens to be the one that I bought. Oh, that there's like a slight difference in the cards. So every card's a one of one. They're all they're all different. Oh. On the meal ones. Yeah, you could check it out like Yeah. It's like the same the... with the sorcerer. Like all of the sorcerers yes. are actually one of ones. Yeah. Yeah. So I got when I saw that I, I got even more pumped. I'm like, Oh, now I have a wow. screenshot of him holding the actual one that, that I have which I think adds more IP to it down the road. I think it does. And the deer, the, the, the bear, the bat, the deer, and the ladybug, they're all super interesting because the, 
the meal access is the added value. Like right. it's what we want to buy it for, but it's not what the IP is really going to be about. Like, right, right, right. Like I think, I think probably the brunch bear because brunch is just such a huge cultural thing mm-hmm. will hit, will hit first, but dinner is the most important meal. I mean, breakfast is the most important meal of the day, day but like dinner, like that whole notion of like, the kitchen is the heart of the home. Like you build family relationships mm-hmm. over dinner. I think that the dinner deer is probably going to have the biggest IP of those access tokens. That's just like my feeling right now. You know? Yeah. You know, my thought process and, and not to, you know, make anyone feel bad that got any of the other ones, but um, this, listen, this is, he's a very, very, very busy guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can't see him really going over, breakfast lunch or brunch too far yeah dinner he says it in the video he says um that you know he's he's gonna make sure he has nothing going on after dinner yeah so you know he and he's a wine enthusiast so i think you know we get the wine flowing we get some martinis flowing and i think we right. get that my goal is to push that dinner over the two hour mark yeah well <laughs> there's no like gary's not gonna be having cocktail like maybe he'll have a drink at brunch but he's not having right, cocktails right. for breakfast you right, know, right. it's dinner that, yeah, has the most, most uh, variable, I guess. Right. That like, yeah, for brunch, it's like he's going to have meetings before and after and he's going to do his best. Like maybe he'll add value. Maybe he'll bring you to the meeting he has to go to. I don't know. He'll figure right, something right, out. Right, right, right. You know, it's, it's still going to be great. But, but in terms of time, access and also opportunity, I think the deer was, I mean, it was the most expensive too. It makes sense. I, guess I feel like yeah. he's probably like like the early ones in the day. He'll probably bring people to lunch that he has meetings with after. Right. Yeah, Give those people coor- exposure to like right, people in right. the network. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. So. That's cool. Wow. Congratulations, man. Yeah, man. I'm pumped That's a about hell it. of a collection. Really pumped. Yeah. So we'll see. You know, let's see how the market trades. Um, mm-hmm. Now I sound like a stockbroker again. Let's see how the let's see how the market. No, kind I mean of moves. This is like, this is what's kind of on everybody's mind. Like, maybe not. Like, there, there's a lot of things to be excited about. You know, people looking forward to VCon, announcements, location, speakers, the rest. People um, looking forward to the next collab announcement. Like, I feel, I feel like the Staple Pigeon was kind of like a, like a tease. Like, I feel yeah. like, I feel like it's small in comparison to what he's really got in the works um who knows but beyond that like the market is the most interesting because you know it's nice to know that if i needed to double you know my investment in it if i like Mm -hmm. needed that money that i could go on OpenSea and triple quadruple what i spent right right um i'm not gonna do that but but it's nice to know (laughs) you know it's nice. no listen that that's a huge part of it and that's why I, i felt comfortable investing in the dinner deer it's, you know, you can't look at it as making a purchase. It's you're taking one investment and flipping it into another investment. Yep. And if you need to liquidate that investment, I think that this project is pretty safe. You know, being aligned with someone like Gary and so early in this thing. Yeah, um, I, I, I agree with you. I echo that point. I think it's a it's a safe, you know, it's a good place to be. Also, another like hot tip. I've got this from uh, by the number seven Baphomet in the discord. I have no, there's no like evidence that this is a real thing, but just like when you hear it, 
it just makes sense. I would be mindful if you're like if you have a few tokens and you're flipping, I would be mindful about I would be mindful about flipping the first one you got or just making sure you have one, keep one that never trades because I can imagine Gary in 25 years being like, "Okay, who has their original token? Who yeah. has a token that they bought from the website never traded?" I've got a surprise for you. Yep. I couldn't you know, agree more. I could not is, agree more. There's going to be a lot of games that get played over the next 45 years for our I benefit. Mean, think, think about, you know, people who talk about Woodstock, right? Mm. You know, like I went to Woodstock. Woodstock only happened once. You know, VCon, as he gets bigger and as this thing grows over the years and over the decades, to be somebody that was a part of the project when it launched and to be someone who went to the first ever VCon, there's IP in that. You mm -hmm. know, like I was explaining it to somebody. I have a, uh, I, I, I collect some trading cards and things of that nature. And I have an Elvis ticket. Mm, and I love cool. it. I love it. I think it's so cool. You know, I, I love it. Yeah. I didn't go to the Elvis concert. You know, the, it wasn't a memory of mine, but I still <laughs> love it, right? So there's going to be IP around being you know, the community that was there originally. And, you know, I don't know if you've done much research into these Paul apps. Have you heard what they've been doing? Like Nicole and Sal? I, I actually got my first one today. Yeah. I, I haven't like gone deep on what they're, how they work and what they're doing, but yeah, I understand it's the proof of attendance protocol. So it's yes. an authentication that you participated in an, typically an online event. That's, that's basically what I know. Right. So I, I think they're, you know, they'll incorporate something like that going forward with, with everything, mm. with concerts, um, yeah. ball games, conferences, and th th there will be IP behind those also. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, uh, I was talking to the phone, talking on, to someone on the phone and, you know, like there's no amount of money really that I would take right now for my B friend mm -hmm. because I'm mm -hmm. so bullish. Um, like, the only thing would be like some life changing wealth that like some ridiculous offer where I knew I could live off that interest. And even then I wouldn't really want to, you know, mm -hmm. because I'm, because the journey is more interesting than the money. Mm -hmm. But that led me to the thought of just because it doesn't exist now, doesn't mean that in the future, once the value of these tokens is established, because right now, you know, we have our floor at 2.5, right? Cores are basically 2.5, rares are three. It's basically 0.5 all the way up. You can find right. some spe spectaculars for six, but there's like a very lucky black cat that's asking for 20, 24 minimum or something. You know, crazy. like things are getting crazy. But we're like, from a technical point of view, like we're only in an uptrend. Like there's no back testing of support. There's no like prices dropping down to one ETH again and then all the tokens being bought up by the market. Right. I, be I believe that that would happen, but, but it just hasn't yet. So there's no actual support for the price. And, and we have the variable of the ETH valuation, right? Mm -hmm. like, like, you know, with, with cores selling for 2.5 ETH, that's roughly like $7,500, right? right? So that's still a huge 3x from the valuation that they sold when it was 4k but like it's just going to be very interesting if eth goes to 60,000 and you can still get 0.5 for your core 
Right. Well, you're you're getting the same ETH value, but but the valuation is much higher. Right. And, right. And and to get to my point, which is like once the value is established, IP is established, and like just there's no tokens that are selling for less than some like five figure, even six figure. I don't know. Let's say five figures. Um, then being able to actually use the asset as a staking, like a, as a collateral, you know, like I would rather than sell my token, I would much rather be able to put it, you know, down mm -hmm. for a down payment, you know, collateral on mm -hmm. a down payment or like that doesn't, that, that, that infrastructure doesn't exist now, but as things are getting adopted, you could see a future in which it's not that difficult to, to make that shift. No, they're, they're doing it with crypto now. They're doing yeah, you, it with, they're doing you know, it with Bitcoin, I think. Yeah, like you can, yeah, you can, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that's a that's a fantastic idea, and uh, I agree with you. I think that I think there's going to be more risk in the second issuance of NFTs that he does because sure. people are going to look at this first project, and I bet you they sell out immediately, and they mm -hmm. probably don't hold the same value as the originals. So I think yeah. that'll be a more you know a riskier thing whenever that happens. Yeah. But this this first round of NFTs, I think it's just at this point, you'd be crazy to sell unless you're getting a really, really crazy number. But I just don't see it. I, I, it's yeah, we're no. so early. We're early. <laughs> yeah. It, like the only situation is if you're under duress or if you're flipping for a goal. You know, if you've got yeah. multiple tokens and you're flipping to get somewhere, you know, maybe there is a token on OpenSea that you want. You know, you just want the astronaut. Okay. Mm -hmm. You've got the tokens flip up to it, or right. yeah, you're under you're under duress and like, you know, you've got to keep the home. Like, totally get that. But if you're not in, if you have any kind of financial stability, sell anything else, sell mm -hmm. anything else to make mm -hmm. it work, because yeah, it's just getting started. I agree. We're we're in agreement. It's a good <laughs> it's a good place to be. Um. Well, this has been fantastic. We've still got maybe like 10 minutes to talk about whatever you want. I mean, so you want to lead or should I? You lead. This is, this is your thing and I'm, and I'm following your lead. So I, I trust you. Right on. Where are we going? Um, hey, I'll show you something cool real quick. That, that'd be great. For whoever stayed on, I'll show this too. We've got a huge crowd right now. 30 people, 31. 32. So this is, I went to an event with Gary when he launched his competitor wine. And this is, he signed the bottle. Oh. I never opened it. Left mm. it closed. Thinking about bringing it to dinner with him. I don't know. Ooh. That's, that's a great thought. I mean, I'm sure it would delight him. But if you bring it to dinner, you're kind of, in, you're kind of like, implying that you're 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 wanting to open it right that's true that's true i don't know if i want to let it go not even to him yeah <laughs> because like if if you know as a collectible that's a big one that's a big one like plenty of people have empathy wine bottles you know they can go get those signed but that's i, I actually didn't even hear about that i didn't know that he had previously released a wine that was uh that was a few years ago um i had i had launched my company already um, and it was really cool looking back on it in hindsight, if people hear this, I, I told a few people on clubhouse, um, it was buy a case of wine for $200 and okay. get one ticket to this event with him. 
this like mm. maybe they got 50 60 people there so i bought two cases and i, I brought my mother at the time and um, oh, she loved it it was awesome and we had a blast and we got to meet him talk to him hang out and best of all he got two cases of wine so it was it was a lot of fun looking back on that i was like wow that the, the extreme value of two hundred dollars yep. to be in a close you know close small group of people um you know, I don't think you'll see value like that ever again with, with someone like Gary. Well, we, we've, we've just seen it, right? Like that, that price has gone up to like 20, <laughs> 25,000, something, yeah. like, something like $25,000, $30,000. And you paid exactly. 200 for it and you got the yeah. wine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I got to drink a lot of wine at this dinner. <laughs> um, some folks in the comments are reminding me that you're launching a podcast. We haven't talked about the podcast. Yeah, so um, I'll give you a little snippet on that. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in this process of, of launching my company some years ago and um, helping people along the way, helping employees that work for, for us along the way with their own ventures, I realize there's a big gap in the market. Um, there's a lot of motivators online. I talk with my hands a lot, as you can see. Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah. Um, there's a big there's a big gap in the market, uh, and, and, and again, this is in my opinion, but I've I've a lot of people seem to be echoing the the same sentiment. You have a lot of motivators. You have a lot of people who get you excited to take the lunge, to take the jump into mm -hmm. being an entrepreneur and starting a business. Right. But um, I call that you know going from A to B, um, launching a business, figuring out how to launch it the correct way, how to grow it, how to sustain it and either sustain it forever, flip it for a profit, scale it, that's B to Z. And a mm. lot of people aren't mm. diving into that and helping their community with all of the minutia, right? This, the day-to-day. -day. Yep. So um, I definitely don't want to talk about business every single time on the podcast because that can get monotonous and boring. Yeah. So the idea behind it is to call it the Mostly Business Podcast and have other... Um, successful business owners and entrepreneurs on the podcast to offer advice and help and tell stories of business um, to help push people to grow their business and start their business and dive into it and how to navigate those waters. Mm. And then, uh, you know, we'll have a little bit of fun on it. I'll have random people and, and, and not talk about business sometimes, but it's been yeah. something that I've been pushing off because I've been so busy and I have sure. to say, um, being a part of this community and, and being involved with all of this in the last week has really reignited that fire to get nice. the podcast going. Nice. So thank you to everybody and thank you to you. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Like, um, it's the proximity to people that ma are making shit happen. You're like, oh, I forgot about that passion project. I want to pick that up. That's yeah, cool. absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I know we'll all be uh, watching for that when it comes. Thank you. Um, thank you. It's, it's also making me think that business, like I want to say I want at one, on one level, I know nothing about business, which is like facetious. And on another, like I only know what I've learned through experience. And there are so many things that are not mm, quantifiable business related that are more like, um, you know, interpersonal, communication uh whether it's leadership like there's so many things like you could talk about you could talk about uh sports or you could talk about fashion even and like mm -hmm. 
and tie it back into how to run a business. Like, right. because, because there's a sort of, there's a sort of business uh, inherent in everything that we do, you know, just because like, when you get down to like the fundamentals, we're talking about the value exchange, right? So mm -hmm. like, even though people aren't or should, I don't, I would say shouldn't be like tallying what, like how the value is being passed back and forth in a conversation. It is there, you know, there's value in listening and there's value in, in um, there's value in echoing so that someone knows that you understood what they said. There's like, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of nuances to just being human that, that maybe some more rigid masters in business people need to need to hear once or twice a week. <laughs> Absolutely. And listen, you know, we all talk about giving back, but it, it, it's, it's, it's not only okay, but it's, it's necessary to be selfish, right? You need to yeah. be able to better yourself and absorb from other people and, and yep. look out for yourself at times. And, that, and that's okay too. I think there's not a lot being talked about in terms of like those types of traits. Like, listen, it's okay to make money. It's okay to want to be financially uh, stable and, and, and fruitful. It's okay. You know, it doesn't always have to be, um, you know, charitable and, and giving back. I always say, um, you know, th this was something that was told to me a long time ago. You, you can't help anybody until you help yourself, right? So um, you mm -hmm. need to put yourself in a good position because if you're not in a position where you are taking care of yourself, physically, mentally, financially, you're not going to be able to take care of other people because at some point you'll be in a bad place physically, mentally, financially, and now you're going to be dragging down yourself and dragging down others. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. Again, it's not about the material items, but it's about being able to be in a good place personally and then being able to give back and help and do for others once you're there. So when you're on that pathway to that point, um, it's okay to, to um, be selfish in a way that you're looking for help and looking for information to put you in a better position. Because once you get to that position, that platform, now you can help others. Yeah. You got the mic drop. You got you got you got the mic drop, Billy. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This was community chat on the wannabe be friends Instagram page. I need an outro or something. I'm like <laughs> I'm I'm just like so like tripping over myself with all this branding. I, I mean I'm loving it, but you know, like and Cam is in my messages being like, okay. It's the daily download with Jeremy, the hard trooper. It rolls off the tongue. That's the intro. We, we, we should create like a little sound bite that you can play in the beginning of the, uh, the beginning and the end. That's what I need. That's what I need. I, early on, I thought it was going to be uh, the wannabe song by Spice Girls. And it would just be, <laughs> if you want to be my B friend. And then we're in, you know, <laughs> which I, I still really love. I just don't have those skills. Um, this is our Maybe. one minute morning, actually. We're, 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 we're on time. So roll with it. Roll with it. No, I was going to say maybe um, uh, Jay Lee can help you with that. I don't know if Jay Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, but... that came up in the clubhouse and she was down. But then I came to California and things have been all over the place this week. But right, I right. definitely I, I, I still think that's a good idea. But like, you know, I got to get a name for a podcast and like people around me are telling me to monetize. And I'm like, but you don't know the blueprint I'm following. Like, I can't right. like that's not the game right now. Like, I don't know if that's the, the ideally that's not the game ever, you know? Right. But right. anyway, that's a topic for another time.
That's a um, time. We, we should we should do another one at some point. I would love that. Yeah, this was fantastic. And, and actually, I'm I'm wanting to do like a marathon day of this. Like I'm I'm talking to Cam about because there's a lot of people on deck and thinking about doing like 12 hours. I just have to like talk to my partner and do. She's missing me. I have to do it at, at the right time, but probably next week. We could um, do like 24 hours of of V friends. Let's fucking go. Let's go. <laughs> we got 10 seconds, man. What's your closing message? Um, I first of all all the the love and thank you so much for listening to the podcast today it's a jam-packed day in the want to be a friend space we have our own little space now because tonight we have a triple header coming tonight 8 p.m will be a community chat with timothy decob who's a mod and v friends received a go token has a new project he wants to share with us 9 p.m we're just doing the second leg with Sal DeGuardia, who you know as one of the leading Sorcerer Scholarship candidates, a stand-up guy, and somebody who's really contributed a lot to this community. And lastly, at 10 p.m., we are doing the Knowing Gnome giveaway. All of these will happen live on the Wannabe of Friend Instagram page. It's a big day, and I hope to see you there. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this community. My name is Jeremy Hone, the heart trooper number seven, and this was the Jeremy Knows Podcast.